Okay, <laughs> wonderful. So yeah, as that's hap- uh, as they are being kicked in, Pico, are you still on the roof? No, I was because people were we were moving and investigating. You mentioned there were uh, like high pieces of tall pieces of lumber, yeah, like kind of piled up. So I imagine there was like probably a path of lumber that Pico was following. Sure. To get to the river. Give me a perception check. Let yeah, me just say this. It, yeah, he's definitely Dexit. around. Uh, that is a nine. Okay. So as this fight is over and Pico is up on his tall logs and he's like looking around, just at that moment, like the uh, moonlight, a moonbeam shines through the clouds and you notice not too far off from where you guys just had ran into these eggs, this false eggs, you see a little bramble bush and you can see what looks to be like the top point of like a very pale pink hat sticking up. Pink hat. Okay. Well, so at this point, Pico's not really hidden. There was an arrow that was shot from the shadows. So mm-hmm. he jumps down and hmm, probably says something. Thinking of something Sundari to say, but yeah, whatever. Nastasha's like, I was wondering when you were going to show up. He's like, kind of knew you were here after that whole thing. Like, I was just yeah. hanging around. I, I kind of. I'm going to be honest with you though, Musashi being a former bodyguard <laughs> dealing with this shady thief cat, he's kind of giving you the side eye with his good eye. Like he's like, oh, <laughs> I kind of dog, dogs don't like cats. Yeah, we, any cats any look like you dogs. give is going to be a side eye. So <laughs> <laughs> basically, Pico will we'll, we'll go ahead and mention the. The gnome, like, so was it Chuck? Yeah, Chuck. I was thinking of Woody from the other place. Chuck said something about gnomes, right? I saw one over in the bushes. Okay. Got a pink hat trying to hide. Can't hide from me. Francis is straight up crying. (laughs) (laughs) Tough it up, big boy. You look what you did to those crabs. They had a worse day than you did. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. Yeah. Uh. Mm hmm. I'm like holding my trunk and like hugging it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Pico's whole philosophy right now is he doesn't really care about helping Chuck, but there is stuff happening in this area. So there's a chance that maybe it's relevant to what Pico's interested in. Mm. So as long as he's just in the area, maybe something will, will uh, lead to something else. Yeah. So, so yeah. What, what do you guys do with this information that Pico just gave you? I, Briefly, I'm going to try to cheer up Francis and say, you know, I walk up to Francis and I say, <laughs> like, I guess like Musashi's kind of like awkward for a moment because he just sees Francis bawling, you know, like, what, what can I say to this giant boar thing that completely decimated a crab and like destroyed, well, didn't kill him, but you know, like put out a lot of damage. Holy cow. You did well, giant warrior. <laughs> keep, your, keep your chin up. You shouldn't be so... Um, like this. <laughs> you should not be the way you are. Yes. You handled um, yourselves very well. You should be you should be proud. Yeah. Do you get close to me? Yeah, I kinda get close. Okay, I pull you in for a hug. Oh. Like, I'm sitting, like I'm sitting on the ground crying. I drop my log and I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> and Musashi's just like, oh okay, we're doing this now. <laughs> just like petting. Yeah, just like, like 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 a like you know how like you Pat on the back kind of thing. Yeah. Like, there we go. Yeah, good good job. <laughs> okay. I feel better now. We, our cat friend has found us a gnome to follow, so we should continue forth for your employer. And that's 
kind of what I said, try and encourage you to, you know, yeah. let's go. Okay. Yeah, for Chuck. Yeah, okay. And then we'll head head that direction that Pico pointed us towards, or, you know, wherever he uh, said that the gnome would be at. Possibly Pico, the pink hat. Would you be interested in tracking this thing uh, for us? Yeah, let me hop back up there. You're probably the quietest out of all of us. You know, maybe still in the that bushes. I'll go check. Quiet. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, cannot. no comments. It's, says it's Ulfric. a straight up lie. It's not. A, it's not even a lie. He just doesn't. He thinks he can be. So yeah, Pico kicks the the hairball that he coughed up during all of his <laughs> grossness and jumps back up on the pile of locks. Okay, so in order to stealthily sneak and find this, get to this gnome, I think you're going to have to beat the terrain check, which is 13, and it is dark slash night. So if you have a specialty to that, you'll get the bonus. I do. Okay. So that's a plus one, I think. To your roll? For, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, plus two for specialized terrain or weather. Okay, cool. Okay. So Sweet. you need to roll your stealth dex dex. Okay. And specifically, I'm going to try to, uh, oh, yeah, my stealth is, let me get my non-combat sheet out. Dex, dex plus one. So, oh, I might actually do okay. So I'm trying to walk towards the gnome in a way where everyone else can follow through the rows of lumber mm-hmm. because they can see me at this point. Right. So, ah, that's just a seven. A total? Yes. Total. Even uh, with all your bonuses? Yep. Okay. So, those gnomes are crafty. So, I, I like, tell me how, like, you. You're not as stealthy as you would like to be. So what does that look like for Pico? Like if oh, you're so, not doing well. Yeah. When after he scrambled up to the lumber, like say there was some pile that was just, you know, not well piled. Yes. So it kind of like kicks one of them loose and uh they just kind of kind of fall and clatter. So right. you can kind of uh So yeah, so as Pico you you the logs start to clatter, you see that little hat like kind of jump up and mm-hmm. it like you can't see a face yet or anything. It's just like you can tell that it's like turned because of how the hat movement is moving. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to take off. And it's like then you see basically this little figure, very pale green, starting to go away from your guys's area. Well, I think my natural reaction would be to chase after it. But, sure. Uh, I also don't want to like leave everybody behind, but. Does it leave tracks at all? Pico, if you look, it's too light. Like in the mud, it's not mm. like mm-hmm. leaving anything. Think think legless walking on snow. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I have legless on my mind. Don't, don't, don't ask all. why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll just point in a general direction of where it's running so everyone else can head to the same location and I'll bolt after it. Okay. Do we want to fan out a bit in case it zigzags? Is this lumberyard like a maze? Like I'm up at the top now. Is <laughs> there is a strategic way of how things are lined up? So it's like okay. pile, space, pile, space, pile, and it's not really like disorganized. Like it's all it's all grid like. I got it. Okay, so I have a good view of everything. Mm-hmm. I am going to. Um, I won't run as fast doing this, but. As I'm heading towards the gnome, I'm going to be shooting arrows into like a rough path of where sh- people should be walking through this lumber yard. So mm. uh, it'll slow me down, but I think it'll be worth it. Okay. So you're basically directing people, essentially. Yes. Okay, awesome. So who is doing what exactly? 
Or what would you like to be doing, Musashi? I think Musashi would just follow Pico's lead at this point and like try to keep up. I think like if he were to pursue and Pico were doing what Pico was doing with the arrows, I think Musashi would figure out that he should follow the arrows to go. Uh, but that's what Musashi would say. And I guess, uh, or would do, and I guess he would instruct everybody to follow and let's try to catch this gnome. This is what we're supposed to do. We're trying to figure out what's going on with the gnomes. So, Okay. So, Ulfred or Francis, what would be your plan of attack here? I think Francis is following the trail, but he's Mm -hmm. kind of slowing down and picking up all the arrows. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Great. Uh, Rico, you left these behind! (laughs) And Once we get to the gnome, the gnome, I'll need them. Ulfred? If we're going in a grid pattern here, Ulfred wants to follow, but like one space over. Sure. Just for a little bit of vantage, I guess, and okay. watch a little bit more of the trail. Because you are traveling through the swampy, brambly area, and it's dark out, I would like all of you to kind of to make a travel check as you're trying to n- navigate this. Um oh. Musashi's going to die. Good luck, good luck, Musashi. Straight <laughs> yeah, up unconscious. I think, Musashi, I'm going to give you a plus one. Remember, you guys all have fumble points to spend as well. But, yeah. Musashi, I'm going to go... on travel check? I don't think you can. Let me double check. Just, I think you can concentrate on everything except for condition. Does anybody remember or have that? And up? damage. I remember. it. Yeah. Saying. Can't be used with condition checks, initiative checks, or damage checks. So you can concentrate while you're tra- doing it for a travel check. Would you? I think you have to spend MP for that. Yeah, half your half, MP. Half, half your, half your MP. MP. And you can also spend a fumble point. And I guess yes. that's also concentrating. So yes. I will do that. I will spend half my MP and my fumble point. To concentrate, to roll this. Because the number that you're looking for is 13. Yeah, no. it's nighttime also you guys so here's the bonuses i'm giving you one pico is basically guiding you guys so you get a plus one from that if you concentrate you'll get a plus one Mm. musashi i'm giving you a plus one from learning how to travel in this area for today Mm. that's a special musashi point and then if you can do anything travel gear that you might have any sort of shoes or sticks i have a sun cape (laughs) <laughs> okay there's no sun yeah exactly so i'm like yeah that's that's me um alfred wants to take one of his arrows and c- cast pure crystallite on it Ooh. so that we get a little bit of light yes awesome uh, that's only two mp what level terrain is this this is a level three terrain okay cool so i spent my fungal point i used concentration i got my special point and then Plus one from Pico. So I got a plus four to my travel check roll. Okay. And you want me to roll that now? Yes, or? go ahead. What's wrong, Chris? So fucking happy. I got a six and a four. And then plus three is 13. Yeah, you got it. Woo. Wait, was it? It was 13, 13. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-oh. So Musashi. am I going to get a plus one for my crystal light. arrow? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I rolled three. <laughs> plus four. That's not a big seven. number. Yeah. I got fumbled- seven. Is that plus one for fumble point? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got. I had a plus four to that roll <laughs> with all those. We saw right, let's see what I get. It's all your my fancy clothes dex, that you're wearing. My strength and dex is ten and eight, <laughs> and I rolled a three. Yeah, I rolled a. I guess we kind of have the same. Well, that's no, a fumble, no. Uh, that's a fumble, isn't it? So no, no, it's no, not. Fumble's one one. Kristen, 
Oh. Uh, fail. <laughs> okay. What? How? What was the failure? I rolled five. I get a plus one for well traveled. Plus one for my light. And was there anything else for the following the trail thing? It's yes. not going to come up to 13. Okay, gotcha. Pico? I rolled an eight naturally, but then I used concentrate. <laughs> I used my night vision. I used my extendo pole and I used the fumble point. So I <laughs> crawled it up to 14, just barely. Jeez. <laughs> but I used everything that I could use. You guys are in a weird, dark area. Uh, so Musashi, you start running. Mm-hmm. and what happens to Musashi? Nothing, like, you will lose half of your hit points again. Half of my hit points. Uh, brings me right back down to where I started. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Musashi falls, and I'm thinking, like, what he does is he, like, he slips, and he tries to brace himself with his arm, but he lands on it wrong. So it okay. kind of, like, it doesn't break it, but it, you know how, like, when you do something wrong with your limbs, it kind of leaves that... muscle soreness feeling and so it kind of like messes up his sword arm which is why it's kind of like why it did so much damage to him and he's like ah gotcha musashi just lays in the mud at this point he's like i can't walk in this land (laughs) for a minute oh Uh, poor sashi alfred same kind of situation for you i think that the whatever trail he picked was just too dark Mm. Mm -hmm. Too much shadow in like in between the the logs or whatever, and then yeah, he gets basically yeah because you he went into a different lane essentially, mm-hmm. and yeah started to lose track of, of yes. and yeah and then eventually just maybe over exerts himself trying to get back to where he's supposed to go. Yeah, I think he gives up pretty easily. He knows he's not the person <laughs> for this task. <laughs> okay, but however, Pico and Francis are off like horses and they are running through this log yard and are able to catch up with this gnome and they you like i'm seeing like francis on the bottom right and then pico is like jumping from log to log and it's chasing mm-hmm. and the pole and i'm pole vaulting too yes yeah nice. so every once in a while you pole vault pico does and i think pico at one point you pole vault and you this gnome looks up as you pull Volt over and like the shadow crosses its face as it's watching you and you land in front of it and the gnome looks behind oh, no. and can see <laughs> Francis running. And it just, I am Francis become death. Stops. <laughs> uh, this gnome just stops. Yeah, you're going nowhere. No, wait, what? no, what? I got it. And it starts to like try to run. What do you and guys? I, I, yeah. I extend the pole out to kind of make a little barrier to kind of like. Uh, and it backs, <laughs> yeah, backs stop away. At stomach. No, it's, it's okay. I just, I'm just going home. So don't worry about it. I got it. And it's like just kind of stammering there. And then you two, Musashi and Ulfred, because you guys are both dogs, essentially. Like the, you could hear this little high pitched mm-hmm. noise coming from where you probably need to go so i can follow it yes cool. oh no what'd you oh, do with the lumber thief i'm not a thief i didn't do anything <laughs> it's funny coming from pico <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> what are you doing in the bushes over there in the dark being was, all creepy i'm not doing any, i wasn't being creepy i was just here making sure and again that's like, also all for pico to say while the gnome is talking francis is gonna like get down on its level so he's like how big is this one? Like, like a this foot? is like uh, this one's seven inches, about seven inches tall. Okay, so he's gonna like lay on his stomach, uh huh, with like his head on his hands and be like, <laughs> <"Hello."> 
<laughs> Why are you messing with what is Chuck's last name? Beaver. <laughs> oh, it was. Uh, what, what is Miss Clarietta? Yeah, Clarietta. The Mrs. Mrs. It changed a lot. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but the last name is Beaver. Why are you messing with Mr. Beaver's wood? I'm not messing with anybody's anything. That's really mean of you. What? That's really mean. Why I'm not being that? mean. They're the ones being mean. They've been cutting down so many trees lately. I'm going to sniff him while he's talking. What does he smell like? Chlorophyll? Like earth <laughs> and... Not chloroform, but like the, you know, oh, okay. like plants. Like just yes, very much like, like greenery. Like you sniff him and you're like, your mind is transported back to when you were a young tiny boar in the forest and you're eating fresh spring grass. Oh, so I'm hungry again. So you ratatouille just a bit of the... Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, that's what it smells like. Sniffing and like tasting the air. Is he gonna... Like the, the gnome looks at uh, Pico. Is he gonna eat me? He might. You should have seen what he did to those crabs back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Okay, okay. Alfred comes up and okay. he's like... Please. Okay. This all needs to calm down. So he's like, do you mind if... We just ask you a couple questions. Fully, fully out of breath. As, as long as you don't eat me. We w- we're not going to eat you. Everyone else, back away. Francis will like boot, Give boot him some backwards. Space. <laughs> it's just like in the mud. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think you're okay, Francis. But Pico will kind of back up, but he'll he'll lick his lips a little bit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my bitch, you taste like catnip. Not helping. <laughs> Can I use a, a my journalism skill and roll insight? Yeah. Get his true intentions. Sure, yes. Uh, we did that. Was in spirit. Just to kind of make sure he tells the truth. Sure. The way we want to hear it. That's an eight. Oh, yeah. You will be able to tell. Like, Okay. Just from how this gnome is acting right now, you could tell that it's very, very scared. Mm-hmm. And also that it's very young. Not like child young but like based on what you know of gnomes this is a younger gnome he's not in the gnome hierarchy yes he's not in the gnome government yes not like an infant but like an an adolescent he's not old enough to vote (laughs) okay okay fair enough old enough to join the army not old enough to vote yes yeah yep what are you doing out here well i was like it's 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 kind of it's trying to hesitate but it's like looking around and just knows that it's not it's just that there's been a lot of things missing around here and we're trying to help someone figure out how to stop that well i mean i don't i don't know anything about missing here but we've been missing a lot of trees around timbercliff and we know that the beavers are doing it and we just don't know why I'm, I'm here because Chestnut told me to come and watch. We've been watching to see what the beavers are doing. Who is Chestnut? Chestnut, she, well, Chestnut's like, she's, well, well, to, to you guys, kind of like what you call a mom, you know? Like I a, see. A, 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 like a mom. She takes care of us. And what what was your name? I'm, I'm Aspen. Say again? I, Asp, Aspen. Okay. Sorry, hey, I didn't hear you. It's okay. I'm just kind of small. Yes. No, we're the one asking the question. <laughs> what was it that you were <laughs> looking for? Well, 
to see where they're putting all the, the, the wood. And like, there's been things that have just been going wrong. We don't know why the beavers are doing this. How do you explain capitalism to a <laughs> obligate communist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. So I, I think at this point, Musashi's like ragged and he's been, he's heard this part, but he's been like using his sword as like a walking stick. And he's kind of like, finally, he's like, he like, he like walks up beside Ulfred and like kind of interjects his own question, if I may. Sure. Or he makes a statement. He says, well, the beavers are accusing the gnomes of making the wood disappear. We don't make wood disappear. We make wood. We make trees. We make life. Mm. We take care of the trees. We're not making anything disappear. The beavers are making the things. They're making the trees disappear. Is that what you have observed? What have you observed the beavers doing? Well, they go out into the into the woods and then they're taking the wood and they're putting it to the river. And there's a lot more. Like we understand how beavers are and this is what they eat and this is what they do. And that's fine. That's nature. That's natural. But it's way more than ever before. They're hurting the growth. And he obviously is starting to get really upset now. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, he's saying it's natural. <laughs> it's like you're contradicting yourself at this point. Come what do you mean? But, yeah, no, but no, no, I mean like, but then before you added. Oh, yeah. Too much. yeah like, but it's okay. too much. Hmm. Like, if I could do numbers, if I could make a number, it'd be bigger than the last number. Right. I see what you're saying. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's <laughs> adorable. All right. I'm I hate boot, how cute boot, it is. I hate it too. I'm gonna boot scoot forward a little bit and just be like, "It's okay. It's, it's okay, little it's buddy. It's not okay. This have is you bad. Tried, have you tried talking to the beavers? That would be an idea. <laughs> what is your next move? If after observing, what comes next? Well, I go tell Chestnut that the things I saw. And then Chestnut tells us what to do next. Sometimes it means we plant more trees. Sometimes it could mean something. Because we don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm confused. I'm scared. I understand. Musashi kind of thinks, and he looks at the little uh, gnome. He says, we might be able to help you if you'll just wait here for a second. I want to discuss things with these Three others, if you don't mind. If you want to get in on it, you can, but some of it might not register with your little It might not make sense. Yeah. So I want to kind of like turn to Ulfred and just say like, it sounds like it doesn't make sense from a lumber worker's point of view to harass these gnomes because they create the trees that they basically harvest. But it sounds more like the gnomes have tried to, they probably antagonized the beavers in some way, shape, or form, which is why the beavers want us to get rid of the gnomes. But it's such a weird thing that I think we should discuss this with the gnomes leader, Chestnut, to understand what's actually going on. It sounds like Chestnut's the mastermind behind this whole gnome activity. Right. Uh, and It sounds to me like maybe the beavers are just taking too much. Right. Yeah, forests forests need to replenish. Right, you can trample easy, your way through it, but yeah, yeah. There's an easy solution to this. They should just plant more trees. Mm-hmm. Which Problem sounds solved. like that's maybe their next move. But if lumber is disappearing, I don't think that it's these guys. We 
it's definitely not these guys. Yeah, Musashi's looking like, at a third party. Hmm. So maybe we can ask this thing. Have you seen anybody other than beavers? Oh, are you turning back to sure. Aspen? So, like, while you guys were talking, like, there's a scene where, like, Aspen is, like, starting to slowly back away from you guys. Like, obviously, you're talking to yourselves. And, like, looks like it's about ready to bolt when that little fox shows up and, like, looks at it menacingly. And so it starts to go the other way back towards you guys. So right when Ulfred says something, have you seen nothing? It's standing and looking at you. Like, um, other things? Well... I mean, there's been big holes around here. Is that what you're talking about? Perhaps. What are these holes? Can you show us one? And it, like, looks back to see if that fox is still there, and the fox is no longer there. Yeah, sure! I'll take you to a hole! Thank you very much. So, yeah, it starts walking you through the lumberyard, and it has been acting pretty, like, skittish this entire time but it, it, like you can't help but see that it has like a little little dance to it as it's walking it's like it has a yes it does but it, like looks back over once in a while kind of scared but it's like it's in its nature to be bouncy right and it brings you to an area on the bank where there's this large hole like right on the like river bank and I mean, when I say large, I mean, it's like, I can't do beach balls as a reference size for this. <laughs> how, how many gnomes would fit in it? Beach balls. I think it's probably like almost six feet in length, this hole. So it's pretty large. And you can see that there has been some wood shavings around it. But it's close enough to the riverbank that it's like, you can see that it's starting to like, like the sediment is starting to close up this hole. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. There, here it is! A hole! Great. Just like you so asked for. At. What's so special about this hole? I, I, It's just new. You said you wanted to know it's if I've seen anything else, and this is How what I've new? seen. How new would you say it's, it is? How many moons? How many moons? Numbers are hard for me. What, what was the, the season? This season? This is the first season we've ever noticed. Summer. Okay. It's like walking around the hole, looking at it, kicking stuff into it. (laughs) And if Um. I could clarify, you said you understand that beavers have to take wood. Yes. Has it also been quite recently that they've been taking too much? Yes. Not too long ago. Like this season. (laughs) Musashi kind of like epiphany. Like he's like, oh yeah. And he goes, remember his old friend mentioning a third party? And it's like, oh well, yeah, if a third party was making wood disappear, of course the beavers would be desperate to meet demand. So they would increase their, the amount they're taking. But what would we want to take wood and make or, a hole like this? Or the beavers haven't changed how much they're taking at all. And it's this third party that's doing it. It could be that too, I suppose. It's an exiled beaver family. <laughs> Most likely. Can I do a perception check around the hole? Yeah. Well, the hole's great and all, but I'm curious what's, you know, is there anything weird around it? Sure. Um, Have you actually looked inside the hole? N- you haven't looked in the hole, no. Oh, I thought you said the sediment was in there. Oh, well, yeah, there's like, it's like it's up. starting to fill up with like okay. water and stuff. I just rolled a six anyway, so. So you're looking at it and 
it looks like, okay, Pico, for you, you're looking at this, and so you're seeing all, like, the wood chip stuff, and I think you notice that there is a drag mark. Like, basically, you see, like, in the swampy, you can tell it's obvious enough that something wood has been pulled towards this hole. Look at this. This is weird. Did something get pulled out, or did something crawl back in? Or is something pulling wood in here? Okay. Uh, you said it's like six feet across? Yep. How deep? Because of the water and like the muddiness of it, it's not really that deep anymore. It's probably like like a foot and a half, two feet deep. Mm. I'll reach in. Okay. Start feeling around. I mean, you're feeling more of the wood chips and stuff. You're bringing it out. Give me a perception check as well, which I believe is Dex Int. That's six. So yeah, you're filtering through it, and what you notice is when some of the sediment washes away and some of the wood chips are going, you see a grub in here. You have, like, a grub. Can I do a channel to see when that's my, like... Oh yeah, you have a divine thing. thing, yeah. Yeah. So see, explain like, to the explain to the podcast viewers and yeah listeners and viewers what your channel power is. Yeah. So Francis is like a weird like divine pig demigod kind of thing. Labels. Who cares? But like he's a special uh, bipedal creature. Yes. And uh, he's got a direct link to uh, Golan Bursty, the boar god. Okay. Golan Bursty. So he's gonna like try and talk to him. Sure. So like. His eyes roll back, and there's like like a light blue kind of film uh-huh. comes over them. Not film, but like that coloration. Yeah. Sure. And we'll see if he get if uh, Golan Bursty picks up the phone today. That's a nine. Did we have a chart for that? Nope, I don't think so. What is I? What did I say? It's like I they basically based on your role. I will give yeah, you something. Yeah, I think it's I think it's like the Lord. All the other Lord checks. So like. However, we've been doing that. What's your god? He's literally a boar god, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, there's, like, aspects of, like, nature preservation and stuff like that. Because, like, he's sending Francis out to go, like, make peace with the humans and stuff like that. With a nine, I'm trying to think of how he would com- the, it would communicate. Like, how do you... S- I think... There's ways for this boar god to communicate. I think usually it, it will fill like your Im- images and stuff, images or smells or um, like sounds. Feeling. So yeah. what? All of a sudden, you hear in your. It's almost like everything goes quiet around you, and mm. you are in your own little sound bubble, and yeah. you hear the sounds of clawing. You've heard this before in the forests, and you hear this clawing and it's distinctly the clawing through earth like um and the mole? cell that you're smelling the smell new earth and 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 dirt and grubs and you're can feed like that's what is all of a sudden and then poof it's gone hmm. so you do with that what you will okay i'll mention that there's dad says that there's i don't know what the phrasing is here some kind of creature digging through the earth making these holes Maybe has something to do with these little grubs. Maybe some kind of, like, badger? It's something in the forest. It's a fairly... It's a, it's a real thing. The main complaint with the wood disappearing was that those uh, beavers were claiming that something was taking the lumber, correct? 
Amber? Yeah. Correct, just, yep. Maybe it's dragging it back to this hole. Musashi kind of does another epiphany where he like fists on hand. He's like, he, he kind of like looks at, um, he, he looks at the gnome and he says, um, you mentioned that, you know, things of nature and that what the nature of beavers is, but do you remember what other creatures of nature eat wood? Termites? I mean. <laughs> Did Francis say that? Like termites? <laughs> I, that was something I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there are lots of other things that like get stuff from wood and take wood from the forest, but like not from the water. I don't know. Well, what eats dead wood, to be more specifically, is what um, Musashi corrects himself. I don't know. I haven't been here very long. Jiro <laughs> <And then laughs> Musashi's like, kind of looks at him disappointed, like, talk about knowing nature. You're just a species of saying beavers. Anyways. Uh, baby! <laughs> Musashi goes, termites, insects. There might be a big insect kind of monster what? that's taking wood of all kinds. Let's ask, I mean... Does he know anything about the grub? Like, yeah, does, like these grubs, like they're like baby bugs, right? Like, I, they haven't I, yeah, you shove at, uh, you shove the grub into Aspen's like. <laughs> I don't shove it. Well, I'll you hold, hold it. Hold in it. My show, hand. show it. Uh, well, it's a, I mean, grubs live in all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'm, <laughs> I want to go home. Do you? Go, I mean, you guys could talk to Chestnut if you want. Like that's okay. fine. I I can take to... you to take you to Chestnut. Please, yeah. that would be wonderful. Yeah, yeah please. Okay. You don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, poor Aspen. Where's where's the Aspen's lie though? Getting... <laughs> Aspen's oh. not in the let's solve the mystery mood. I got chased around <laughs> in a dark swamp. Okay, I'll take yeah. you to Chestnut. Let's <laughs> let's you. go now. Uh, please. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go and follow me and starts to walk you guys out of log yard. And that is where we'll end it for today. So the last scene is basically aerial shot of like Aspen walking you guys out of and the like the camera's pulling back and it looks back over to the hole and the hole just goes. And yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yay. Yay. Thanks so much for playing. I'm so happy that we were able to get the show up and running today. Oh, wait. We know what we didn't do last time that we should do Uh-oh. this time is level uh, XP. Oh, yeah. Oh, snap. So before I... two XPs. Before I uh, cut you guys off, last time XP-wise... We didn't fight. You didn't really didn't do anything. Travel. So you didn't travel or fight, but this Rude. time you did. We did things. So... First way is you're going to get the highest typography terrain weather uh, you guys experienced was 13. So that's 300 XP. I did not use a benediction. And the egg monsters, uh, level three. So 30 XP for that. So you guys should have gotten 330 XP. It's going much lower than last time. Because last time I had an artifact that gave you guys double XP, mm-hmm. but no longer. Yeah. Okay. So we're 1530. Is that correct? Yes. You guys start out level four. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Well, on that note, I will do the outro. We will, I will talk, do myself first. Hi and bye. I'm Amber, also known as Rocket Orca. Find all of my stuff online at rocketorca.com or geekspective.com. I'm not going to list out everything that I do because it's too much, 
And now I will pass it on to Brandon. Hi. I, you can find me on Twitter at Brand Seals. There's not much there lately. Uh, so, hi and bye. <laughs> okay. Brother John. Hi, I'm Brother John. You can find me at Monochrome Guy on Twitter, where I do nothing for long periods of time, <laughs> but sometimes I put something up there every once in a while. And sometimes yeah. you stream, stream on. on Fridays. I play video games on here. It's just chill streams. It's not a podcast or anything. Me being the geeky anime library that I am, I like to talk about stuff that's anime or comics or stuff like that. So if anybody wants to hang out on Fridays and just talk about that kind of stuff, that's kind of what it's there for. So, you know, and watch a video game at the same time. Woo. Yep. Do that. <laughs> then we also have Kristen. I'm Kristen. I'm too busy doing cross stitch to be online. Fair. Valid. And then Chris. I do not exist on the internet. I am a figment of your imagination. Only Sick. on Geek Spective streams every once in yes. a while. I only come into reality to stream and then I poof back to hammer space. <laughs> Sounds ideal, actually. You, you see, what we do is we have a room where we set up a mannequin and then with the power of our imagination, Chris comes to life. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We're very powerful. Yeah, we're going to put him on the shelf after this game. Chris lives on in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And with that... Come see us hopefully two weeks from now uh, as we keep this <laughs> show going. Bye. Yay, bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. As you may know, we're streaming Book of Summer live on Geekspective's Twitch channel every other Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Come watch us play the game live and get to see the actual artwork and handouts I've made and, of course, our cool faces. And if you can't catch it live, the VODs will be going up on our Geekspective YouTube as well. If you've been enjoying Shapeshift, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Sharing what you like about this show and talking about it with others is also super helpful and appreciated. Another way to help me and the show out is by becoming a patron of Geekspective's Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Geekspective. I'll be releasing a series of blog posts from my Book of Spring prep, as well as tidbits of Book of Summer prep as we go. Shapeshift is a member of the Geekspective Network. There's a lot of other shows you can find me on at geekspective.com. There's Red Mage, Blue Mage, if you like Magic the Gathering. Party Like It's the Greatest Year in Film, if you enjoy movie discussions. And of course, Tales from Ox Fairy. You can get information about the Geekspective shows by either following the Geekspective Twitter, that's at Geekspective, or going to the website at geekspective.com. And you can find me on Twitter either at RocketOrca or at ShapeshiftCast. This episode was edited by Rudy Basso. You can find him on Twitter at Rudy Basso. That's R-U-D-Y-B-A-S-S-O. Thanks, Rudy. <laughs>